What is up, everyone? Welcome to another episode of The Confused World. This is your host, Matt. As always, everyone, like, subscribe, and give us a five-star rating if you like the contents of the episodes. And uh, that way we can get this podcast out there and more people picking it up. So, in case many of you haven't heard yet, I'm sure some of you have, um, Johnny Depp... Uh, won his case against uh, his ex-wife Amber Heard uh, for quite quite a substantial amount, and for me personally, like am, I'm a Johnny Depp fan. I I will admit that I have not seen a bad movie that guy has done. Um, I've liked a lot of his movies. My favorite of all so far, other than of course the Pirates of the Caribbean series, was um, Secret Window. And that movie is just a trip. Um, and I think the thing with Johnny Depp is like he's one of those actors that really becomes the character that he's playing. Um, there was only one other actor that I can know of for, um, that I know of 100% that was like that. Sadly, he's no longer alive, and that was Heath Ledger. Um, when he took his role as the Joker in, I believe it was the Dark Knight. Um, or Dark Knight Returns, one of those two anyway. Um, he did such an amazing job. He became that character. And of course, that character is what literally led to his death, And unfortunately. But that's one thing I do like about Johnny Depp's acting. So, in this article here... Uh, this is coming from, let's see, there we go, CBS News, okay, um, Amber Heard was found liable for defamation, or for defaming Johnny Depp in an op-ed published in the Washington Post, and Depp was found liable for a statement his attorney made to the Daily Mail, calling her um, claims a hoax. A jury decided Wednesday, jurors award, awarded Depp a total of $15 million in damages and heard $2 million. While the jury found Depp should receive $10, $10 million in compensation damages and $15 million in punitive damages, the judge said state law caps punitive damages at $350,000, meaning Depp's awarded total amount would be 10.35 million. In a statement posted on Twitter and Instagram, Heard said, The disappointment I feel today is beyond words. Depp said in a statement posted on Instagram, The jury gave me my life back. The verdict marked the end of the dramatic trial in the civil suit that laid bare uh, the troubles, uh, the troubled marriages between the stars. Um, of course, we already know the uh, backstory of the whole uh, Johnny Depp and Amber Heard um, situation at hand anyway. So I don't need to go into the rest of that episode or that, that article, excuse me. But um, so <laughs> Depp obviously uh, won his, uh, his claim. And, you know... <laughs> To be honest with you, there was a another article that basically said that 
um, Amber Heard ad- admitted, like, pled guilty about some of the stuff that she was coming out with in the UK trial uh, was just made up. Some of it. Now, I, I, I don't know the whole entire story about it. That's none of my business. Neither one of us was there. Other than those two, they have their, tr- their, well, they, they know the truth of it. Um, but my personal feeling is on it is to ruin somebody's career. Rather, it was Johnny Depp or Amber Heard's either way. Um, is just, this is just wrong. I mean, all they're trying to do is just do their job. I'd rather it's acting or, you know, any other um, form of, of work, rather <laughs> landscaping, whatever. Uh, to destroy someone's reputation is by far wrong, um, my personal opinion. But anyway, like I said, I, I'm a Johnny Depp fan anyway, so uh, I actually never heard of Amber Heard until um, Aquaman, and to be honest, I've never even really watched Aquaman, so, uh, (laughs) I'm more of a Batman fan, I'm, yeah, I don't even like the Justice League, to be honest with you, but anyway, we're gonna go into another article here real quick, which actually doesn't have anything to do with the Johnny Depp case, this is gonna be from NBC News, and uh, let's get into this article real quick. Um, again, this is coming from NBC. Uh, am I right on that? NBC, yeah, NBC News. Um, faced with the worsening political predicament, President Joe Biden is pressing aides for a more compelling message and a sharper strategy, while bristling at low. All right, how? They've tried to stifle the plan speaking persona that has long been one of the most potent assets. Biden is rattled by his sinking approval ratings and is looking to regain voters' confidence that he can provide and sure-handed the sure-handed leadership he promised during the campaign. People close to the president say uh, crises have piled up in ways that have at times made Biden the White House um, look flat-footed. Okay. (laughs) Record inflammation, uh, high gas prices, a rise in COVID case numbers, and how a Texas massacre uh, that is one of the most horrific reminders that he has been unable to get Congress to pass legislation to curb gun violence. Um, Democratic leaders are at a low or at a loss about how he can revive his prospect uh, his prospects by November when midterm elections may cost his party control of Congress uh, quote uh, I don't know what's required here says uh, Republican James uh, Clyburn uh, whose endorsements in 2020 Democratic oh I think that's representative, excuse me, that's not Republican, I think that's representative. (laughs) Those endorsements in the 2020 Democratic uh, primaries helped rescue Biden's struggling candidacy. Quote, but I do know that the poll numbers have been stuck where they are far too long. End quote. Speculation is churning that Biden has made, uh, could shake up the West Wing staff, although that's not about to happen right away. 
multiple people close to the White House uh, said that they've heard that the chief of staff, Ron Klain, will depart at some point after the midterms, and one has heard him discuss leaving. Should uh, Klain go, a potential uh, successor is Anita Dunn, a White House advisor and Biden uh, confidant whom he often turns to when his fortunes look bleak. Dunn began working at the White House at the start of the term, then left and returned in mid-May at Biden's specific request. No woman or person of color has ever been the White House Chief of Staff since the position was created after World War II. While possible replacements include Steve... uh, Ricketti, I think that's that's the name, Ricketti, a longtime Biden aide who is a counselor to the president, and Susan Rice, the Democratic policy chief. After he lost the Virginia governor's race last year, Terry uh, McAuliffe, McAuliffe uh, spoke to the White House about taking a senior role as an advisor to the president, cabinet secretary, or chief of staff. People familiar with the, with the matter said, the White House didn't, ma- uh, didn't make uh, Klain or Dunn available for comment. Uh, Remy Yamamoto, a, White House, um, a senior White House uh, communications advisor said, quote, as Ron has, publicly, has said publicly, he has not set a time frame, and this is not a discussion of the topic to anyone's mind here, end quote. This article is based on interviews with more than two dozen current and former administration officials, lawmakers, Congress, congressional aides, and other Democratic um, uh, other Democrats, excuse me, close to the White House who spoke on the condition of anonymity to freely discuss the president's private conversations. Any assessment of Biden's performance needs to take into account the epic challenges he has faced from the start. Quote, They came in with the most daunting set of challenges, arguably, said Franklin D. Roosevelt, only to then be hit by a perfect storm of crisis from Ukraine to inflation to the supply chain of baby formula, said Chris Whipple, the author of a book about White House Chiefs of Staffs. Um, (laughs) This is the part that kind of got me off guard, which I thought was kind of fun. Um, The author of a book about White House Chief of Staff, who is now writing a book about the Biden presidency, quote, what's next, locust? Biden wonders the same thing. Um, um, quote, I've heard him say recently that he used to say about, um, I heard him say recently that he used to say about President Biden tenure that everything landed on his desk but locust. And now he understands how that feels. End quote. A White House official said. <laughs> Amid a rolling series of commodities Biden feeling lately is that he can't catch a break. Quote, Biden is frustrated 
If it's not one thing, it's another. Said a close, a person close to the president. <laughs> An assumption baked into Biden's candidacy was that he would preside over a smoothly running administration by dint of his decades of experience in public office. Yet, there are signs of managerial breakdowns that have angered both him and his party. Biden is annoyed that he wasn't alerted sooner about the baby formula shortage and that he got his first briefing in the past 10 months, even though the crisis has long been in the making. A White House didn't specify when Biden got his first briefing on the formula shortage. His nominee to head the Food and Drug Administration, Dr. Robert Califf, told Congress last week that the agency was sluggish and that it has made suboptimal decisions as parents hunted for formula on empty store shelves. Beyond policy, Biden is unhappy about a pattern that has developed inside the West Wing. He makes a clear, uh, succinct uh, statement, only to have aides rush to explain that he actually meant something else. The so-called cleanup campaign, he was told, advisors undermines him and 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 smothers the uh, authentic... Uh, authenticity that fueled his rise worse it feeds a republican talk point that he is not fully in command my personal opinion he's not um i believe there's other people behind him that are though um the issue came to a head when biden had uh had lived during a speech in Poland that Russian President Vladimir Putin, quote, cannot remain in power, end quote. Within minutes, Biden's aides tried to walk back his comments saying he had didn't or he hadn't called for Putin's removal and that U.S. policy was unchanged. Biden was furious that his remarks were being seen as unreliable arguing that he speaks genuinely and reminds his staff that he's the one who is president. Uh, asked about the staff's practicing for clarifying, Biden's remarks that uh, the official said, we don't say anything that the president doesn't want us to say. <laughs> oh my, oh my, oh my. What, um, what a joke this administration really has turned out to be. That's just my personal opinion. Uh, you got people controlling the president, and you got the president that doesn't even know what he's doing, or really even technically talking about. But anyway, um, sorry for the short episode, everyone. I hope you enjoy it. Again, if you enjoy these uh, episodes, please definitely like, subscribe, and give us a five-star rating. And uh, until next time, everyone. Um, Take care of yourselves and each other.